Welcome to the Someday Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm a Someday Mom just like you, who is passionate about empowering and educating women who desire to be a mom sometime in the next one to five years to be proactive about their fertility, health, habits, and lifestyle. On this podcast, we get real with each other and we hold hands as we learn what to do and what not to do as we prepare to be moms someday. We're gonna talk about everything from proactive fertility to foods and toxins we should stay away from to habits we should instill into our lives to motherhood, and even to maybe building a business if staying home is something you desire so that you can still contribute and have something of your own. I am so excited to be in this with you, and I cannot wait to see how much we grow through this season together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Someday Mom Podcast. I am so happy you are here. I hope you are doing well wherever you are in this world. Maybe you are in the shower listening to this, driving in your car, or on a walk. That's when I usually am listening to podcasts, so maybe you're just like me. But today we're going to dive in and talk about something that I think can happen very easily as a someday mom, and really as anybody in this world, but it is the sense of overwhelm. And I used to say, and I still say, that overwhelm is a choice, because it is, but it happens to us, and then we have to choose if we're going to give in to the overwhelm, or if we're going to not, and really allow some healthy habits and tools to help us not feel overwhelmed. It's very easy to feel this way, right? There's too many demands in life. Um, There's too many demands on your time, on your energy, and especially like in this season for me of trying to conceive, it can feel overwhelming with like there's so much information. But I get to choose whether or not I let that take over my mind and really stress me out or if I take let that information just really um I don't know if guide me is the right word but let that information just help me make better choices right we often feel or experience overwhelm when just like too much is happening that feels out of our control any control freaks out there like me who just want everything to go your way, like you want to be in control of everything. Yeah, that's me. But I am learning that I am not in control. And I really have learned that a lot over the last like six years that I've been a follower of Christ and really just knowing and believing and trusting that God is in control and that he has a true plan for me. That doesn't like take away my sense of wanting to control everything, right? Like, I don't like when life throws me curveballs. I don't want to be fearful. I want to be faith-based, but fear can take over. We just talked a whole episode on that, right? And all of that, the overwhelm, the curveballs, the fear, all of that triggers a stress in our body. And if you know anything about 
our body and really becoming a mom. We want and fertility. We want to keep our stress as low as possible. So if we are allowing overwhelm to take over and all of this fear to take over, we're going to feel stress and we don't want that. That is the farthest thing that we want to happen. But the reality is, is that our body, our body sometimes overreacts and the body's stress response is the same whether we are in physical danger or not. And so those thoughts and those, you know, those that fear and the overwhelm and all of this, those things are triggering a response in our body the same way as if a lion was chasing us. And so I want to dive a little bit into the science of stress on our body so that we can recognize and be aware of when we're feeling this stress and then I'll give you some tools to hopefully help you. And hopefully just that this will help you to learn how to take back control, even though remember you're not in like full control because God's really in control here. But we all still get this feeling, right? And learn how to overcome the overwhelm. So what happens in the body? I'm not going to get super sciencey because I'm just not that person. But basically just know that a bunch of things happen in your body that releases a chemical that normally helps you move your muscles. So like think about if a lion was chasing you, you would automatically run as fast as you possibly can. And then the response to that reaction is releases adrenaline or epinephrine. Okay. That adrenaline then activates specific parts of your body that are needed to respond in stressful situations. So like your heart rate might speed up to support that movement. Remember running from a lion. Okay. The body is going to focus extra energy on the systems needed to escape, escape danger. I know like when I, I, you know, like I feel adrenaline sometimes when I'm in the car and I have to like slam on my brakes or like I see an accident or somebody's just stupid <laughs> and like you get that feeling through your body and what happens is all of the energy in your body goes to support that fear, that stress, that that adrenaline, that movement that's going to happen because even though we're not in true danger because we're just in fearing something or we're overwhelmed by something, our body doesn't know the difference. So our body thinks that we are in like physical danger. So what happens is that at the same time that it's like pushing all the energy to the systems in our body, think about, you know, that your muscles, right? That's the systems that likely it's moving needed to escape danger. At the same time, our other systems take a back seat until you're safe, such as digestion. Or if you're in this constant stress state, your fertility systems, your reproductive systems are going to take a backseat because your body is going to say, she is not ready for this. She is too stressed. She is in danger. And so she cannot hold the baby right now. 
And so that's why, like, let's just take digestion for and for example, because that's just one that we can easily um, relate to. Okay. That's why sometimes, so like if you're really stressed and your body is producing adrenaline and it's using the energy needed to escape danger, your digestion takes a back seat and that's why you might lose your appetite before, let's say, a big exam. Think back to college. I remember a lot of that. Or an important meeting. That stress can also make us say things that we don't mean to say and do things that we don't mean to do because like we're just not working at our full capacity, right? But we can learn to work with our body instead of against it. So it's very easy to just like work against our body, tell ourselves to calm down, um, just like continue to stay in that state of worry, fear, overwhelm, stress, but we can learn to work with it and not against it. So I want to give you some tools that can help you the next time you are feeling overwhelmed, stressed, fearful, worried, you know, all of those things. So I'm going to give you four little tips that hopefully will help you the next time you are in this state. So what do we do when we feel that? stress state, that overwhelm, that worry, that fear. Number one is it's so important that we calm the nervous system with, guess what? A physiological sigh. I know. It's crazy. But here's the deal. You're going to trick your body that you're calm. You're going to take a deep breath and you're going to sigh. And when you do that, it actually frees up more brain space so that your body can actually do and your brain can actually use your creativity on deciding what to do next. Because when we're not, when we're just like like breathing in this like fast state, we're overwhelmed, we don't think anything's going right, nothing's going our way, all we need to do, the first thing we need to do is take a deep breath and sigh it out. Calm your body down. That literally calms your body down. So that's the first thing we want to do. The second thing we want to do isn't just like a one-time thing. This is something that we should be doing every single day is practicing regular self-care. And this is going to just help you be more resilient long-term with your stress, with life, with everything, okay? So what does it mean to practice regular self-care? You guys know how passionate I am about just healthy habits, living a healthy lifestyle, eating the right foods to fuel your body, moving your body, drinking water. Those are the things. Oh, and getting enough sleep. So the four things that will, these healthy habits... Make these a regular part of your every single day. Number one, get enough sleep. Honestly, sleep is more important than exercise, than anything else. If you don't get enough sleep and then you're trying to get up and then exercise first thing in the morning, but you only got four hours of sleep, you're just putting more stress on your body. 
And again, we just talked about what all that stress will do. So make sure, number one, that you are trying to get about eight hours of sleep. Number two is to eat a well-balanced, nutritious diet. We know this. I talk about this. I talk about PHFF. Remember, protein, healthy fat, fiber. I'm going to be talking about in the coming weeks about gut health because how important that is. And that will also help your stress and your brain and all of the things. But really trying to include some stress relieving foods such as fish, poultry, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, healthy fats, staying away from red meat, staying away from processed foods, staying away from things that are high um, fat that aren't healthy fat. Okay. The third one is to exercise regularly. That means like four times a week, 30 minutes. It could mean walks. It doesn't need to be this like high intense thing. Walks, lifting weights, not like high intense cardio. I know that like most people don't like that. I'm a weirdo that does, but I know it doesn't support my body in this season of my life. So I've been really focusing on low impact or no impact workouts. And they've been making me feel so, so good. And then the fourth regular self-care thing that you should be doing is drinking water. Even mild dehydration can impair your brain function. Isn't that crazy? Like the mildest. So make sure you are drinking at least half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 160 pounds, you should be drinking about 80 ounces of water. Or if you're like me, you drink a gallon a day. And that is what makes me feel my best. The third thing for you to do to help you with overwhelm is to use the 80-20 rule to eliminate sources of stress. And what do I mean? So this is called the Pareto Principle. And basically what it is, is think of it this way. You have 10 items on your to-do list. The goal is to do two of them. To focus your time on two critical areas. And when you commit and make a plan and solve and complete 20% or two of the, those things, you're going to experience a sense of relief. And you're going to get a boost of confidence that's then going to give you the ability to finish the remaining 80%. So we want to think of two out of 10, or I like the rule of threes. So if I have a to-do list, I'll write down the three most important things that I need to get done in that day. And if I accomplish those three things, I feel accomplished. I feel great. I feel good about myself and I can move on. And then the fourth thing is to really work on setting boundaries. A lot of times our overwhelm and our stress comes from outside factors, such as fertility, <laughs> like all of these things. Oh, I need to take my temperature. I need to measure my LH. I need to, like all of these things are outside factors, but I can choose to set boundaries around those things. Or sometimes a lot of the overwhelm comes from uh, things that other people are doing in your life. Set boundaries with those people. It's, a, it's out of love. It is not a bad thing. 
but it and it is okay for you to say, "Hey, I can't I can't be your go-to person for every single thing that you're stressed about." That's just an example. And or hey, can you give me a heads up? Or, you know, because if it is something that really, when someone's coming to you with every single thing and you are like not ready for it, that can cause a lot of stress on your body. And in this season of wanting to become a mom, we don't want that. We don't want that. We don't need that extra stress. So let's recap really quick. Remember, all of the overwhelm causes such a huge stress on your body. That stress shuts down all of the other systems and only focuses on keeping you safe and keeping you out of danger, okay? So we really need to learn to work with our bodies and not against it. So remember the first one is to (sighs) sigh it out, sigh it out, calm your nervous system. And then you'll be able to make better choices and decisions. Practice regular self-care, get enough sleep, eat a well-balanced, nutritious diet, exercise regularly, drink water, use the 80-20 rule. Remember, you don't have to complete everything. And the final one was work on setting boundaries in your life. I hope this was a helpful episode today. Share it with a friend if it resonated with you over on Instagram, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. You know, that friend that's a someday mom just like us. Or tag me in your stories so I can personally thank you for helping to get this message out to other someday moms. I am so grateful to be in this season with you. And until next time, let's make it a great week.